Hello and welcome to the Paper Tuesdays podcast, live here from the schooner. Schooner. The schooner. Schooner. <laughs> we'll start again. No. Uh, so I'm Mark Halpin, he's Michael Dwyer. Michael, who's our guest today? Uh, it's the Buffalo aficionado, it's the musician man himself, it's the character, the heart of Ballygarrett, it's Liam Byrne. <laughs> I'm not the heart of Ballygarrett, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe the left ventricle. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> the heart. <laughs> <laughs> there's, 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 there's bigger hearts around here than me. Yeah, episode 100, Liam. We wanted to. This is like a State of the Union address with Liam Byrne, okay? Yeah. And we're coming to you. You know, this is uh, you, this is not Capitol Hill. Uh, this is the schooner. Capitol Hollow. Capitol <laughs> <laughs> oh, Liam, we could have recorded the last half hour there with the crack with the the dancing that was going on last Friday and everything. <laughs> We had a, we had a, what do you call it? What's that show on Sunday nights? The dance. Uh, Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah, we had a bit of that here last I heard of <laughs> On Strictly Come Dancing. I wouldn't call it dancing, but I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Well, like, uh, I d- was it true? Like, it was it was a closing time of sorts anyway. That it, ended. it was closer to opening time now. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. It was a, it's a great pub, though, um, the schooner. Schooner's a great pub, and... When you called me last week and you were saying that, and by the way, congratulations, lads, on a hundred podcasts. It's it's a great, a great feat. Is that the word feat? Yes. Yeah. Um. It's to, you know to to start off a podcast. Uh, you know, I think it's a bit like everybody thinks they have a, a book in them, and everybody probably thinks they have a podcast in them. You know, but. Uh, but to, to start it and to continue it and to get to 100 shows and to keep that momentum going is a great, a great, a great achievement. So congratulations to you all, lads, you know. Thanks, Liam. We, we have myself and all the lads on the band. <laughs> <laughs> but now, well done. Well done, well done. Thanks, Liam. But the schooner is, um, is a great pub. So I see all the number plates around there, all the... Um, yes. I don't know if you can pan over, maybe you can't. But there's loads of uh, number plates around the schooner here. Um, and they're all U.S. registered number plates, uh, plates from the states, all around the walls. So when Jim Keough was living in America, he used to rob cars for a living. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, they're all the they're number plates of all the cars robbed. <laughs> so that's that's the story there. There's a great one though. That <laughs> that's a joke, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but um, one interesting fact about the schooner is um, the first ever uh, Irishman, Englishman, Scotchman joke that was ever told, was told in this bar. No way. Hey. Way for who? <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but it was told here. Would you like to hear it? Mm. Please. So there's an Englishman, a Scotchman, an Irishman. They're talking about keeping bees. And the Englishman said, well, I keep 200 bees in my hive. Um, I get three jars of honey a week, and my bees are very well looked after. And the Scotchman said, well, I keep 400 bees in my hive. And uh, there's plenty of room. I get five jars of honey a week, and my bees are very well looked after. And the Irishman said, Well, uh, I keep 22,000 bees in my hive, and I get 42 jars of honey every fucking day. And the Englishman said, Well, your bees are not very well looked after. And the Irishman said, ah, Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Irish answer to an Irish problem. <laughs> so that was the very first Englishman, Irishman, Scotsman joke told in this pub. My God. Jesus. And if you believe that, you believe anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favourite number plate, though, is uh, God, guns, guns, and, guns. and guts. 
uh, made America, and let's keep all three. Yeah, God the same God. could be said for Paddy Garrett. Yeah, yeah, there's a good few guns around Paddy Garrett now. Yeah, yeah, but it's all they're all legally held firearms, you know, for the lads are shooting in, in November, <laughs> all legally held. So, yeah. we got guns and bullets. Yeah, yeah, the same Paddy Legally held and legally used. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Notwithstanding the blood spatters on the door down yes, there. Yeah, yeah. We know that. it's like stepping back in time, though. Like that, the front of the front room there hasn't changed a bit, though. Has it? No, I don't think it has. Um, there was a film made here about six or seven years ago. The Sea, it was called. Oh yeah. And uh, they, a lot of the kids from the school here were were kind of extras in it, and they put. Um, and uh, they put chippings on on the road, um, to make it look like really old. And they done a little bit of work in the lounge, or sorry, in the bar. And uh, I think that little bit of work has stayed to this day. You know, just subtle stuff. You know, mm. that was a bit of a bit of excitement around the parish that day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chippings. We were we were talking about pets being before. Yeah, yeah, before we started, and yeah. uh, you sang us a little song. Would you like to do it again for us well, on the podcast? Sure. I did never ask. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll try and remember this now. I have the some of the lyrics on the old the old uh, what's this called? Phone. Um so I'll just use the old coffee cup to steady the phone and hope for the best. But anyway, this is um, myself and my good friend Simon Bazanson, who is actually the subject matter of many of my songs. Um <laughs> but um Simon and I were were uh, in, actually we're all over the town in Gory one night, but we ended up with Mick Leeson anyway, and the three of us ended up in the bash. But anyway, um, we came out of the lock arm and just in time for breakfast, and we were we had a row on the street about where we should go for, for the breakfast roll, so. Oh, myself and the big lad, we were out on the town. We were mad for a sweet breasted chicken. I said, let her write so we'll burst on to Tesco. But the big lad said, what are you thinking? There's a shop across the street, the shopping's a treat. Oh, Tesco, me bollocks forget. Take with me a stroll for a sweet breakfast roll, and I'll tell you why the big lad loves pedits. Sure, I'm fond of their mate, and their girls are all great. You can tell them a joke, and they'd get it. Well, they're open queer late, and the parking is cheap, and that's why the big lad loves pedits. Aye, all the boys are all charming, they support local farming, they deliver if you just can't come get it. And you need look no further for a buffalo burger, and that's why the big lad loves pedits. Down at the meat counter, there's a lad built like a bouncer, and he wears an old hat like the edge. But lately I seen him, kind of daydreaming, down by the fruit and the veg. He's fond of the pretties and all the pink ladies, I once seen him sniffing the less. Oh, good God almighty, the crack can be nighty. When you do your old shopping in pettits. Well, I'm fond of their mate and their girls are all great. You can tell them a joke and they'd get. Ah, they're open queer late and the parking is cheap. And that's why the big lad loves pettits. 
Well, the boys are all charming. They support local farming. They deliver if you just can't come get it. Well, you need look no further for a buffalo burger, and that's why the big lad loves pets. Well, I've shopped in the mall, sir, from the great to the small, sir, for shopping is a terrible habit. From all the big spenders up in Marks and Spencers to Tom Redmond's of Ballygarish. But I was saying to Aidan, you know Aidan, don't you? I was saying to Aidan while we were sunbathing, and I hope I don't live to regret. But says I take for example Mary Roach's free samples, another reason the big lad loves pettits. Well, I'm fond of their mate and their girls are all great. You can tell them a joke and they'll get. Well, the boys are all oh, fuck off. Well, I'm fond of their mate and their girls are all great. You can tell them a joke and they'll get. Ah, they're open correlation, the parking's quite cheap, and sure, that's why the big lad loves pettits. And the boys are all charming, they support local farming, they deliver if you just can't come get it. Sure you need look no further for a buffalo burger, and that's why the big lad loves pets. Hey. <laughs> another hit, another one from the hit factory. That was perfect. Oh. Another one from the hit factory. End of, end of, just Mickey's, when he got in there. Mick Mason. Really did, really did. Wow. <laughs> um, that's special. Just how you work in the humour there of the lad down at the Praties. I was taken with him now. I can see a bit of myself in him, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, lost in the world, but found in the fruit and veg, you know. There you go. Sniffing the lettuce. Sniffing the lettuce. Wow. Well, you're welcome to Ballygard now, lads. And uh, Ballygard's your typical Irish village. There's not a whole lot going on here. Um, um, now, the graveyard in Ballygard is quite an interesting spot. There's a, a few... Um, there's a few people of, of what was notoriety buried there. Um, the woman that invented the crossword is buried there. As in fact, if you walk in the gate, she's three down and four across. <laughs> <laughs> um, the man that wrote the hokey cokey, he was he's buried here in Ballygard. Right. Um, oh, he. Um, he only died last year, actually, the man who wrote the hokey cokey. And I was at the wake over in Hamilton, <laughs> Kimmukridge, and uh, it took three hours to close the coffin. Every time they put the left leg in, the right leg came out. It just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't be done. Couldn't be done. Couldn't be done. And then uh, Joe McDonough. Now, you might know Joe McDonough. He, he was a Dublin man, but he used to come down here to Valley Garden holidays. He owned, he owned the... Um, a big paint company up in Dublin, and he died recently. He's buried down there, and he he actually froze to death in the Alps. And the ambulance said he could have done on second course. Course. <laughs> <laughs> you're on a paint company. Oh, yeah. you're on a paint company. Come on, lads. Comedy gold. You're on a paint company. The hospital said he could have done on second course. <laughs> I've been thinking about these jokes all week. <laughs> Welcome you guys to Valley Garrett. Oh <laughs> uh, my gosh. <laughs> I actually, I haven't got the words here, but I, I did. Now, actually, you were very, you were especially welcome to Valley Garrett because you have big connections here. Big connections, Obviously, because yeah. your mom teaches my son. Yes. Up in school. Yeah. And your grandmother. Taught you. Taught me up in school. Mm. 
So you have big connections with She Barry taught Rush. in the old school oh, as well. Oh, she taught in the old school. Yeah. Well, that's before my time. Remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just about. But uh, I remember um, a few years ago, they had a green flag day up in school here oh, in Ballygarris. Yes. And uh, I'd always get asked to put up a couple of speakers and a couple of microphones for the speeches and stuff. And the other. But anyway, they were, they were, I think they were honouring Tack Murphy. You know, tech, oh, tech, right. tech, yeah. for honoring tech, yeah. for, uh, for you know, he was so many years living post here in Ballygarrett, and they're honor. Uh, uh, I'm not sure they're honoring tech, or maybe they're honoring your, your, your grandmother. And I can't re- quite recall, but tech was there that day. I think, and actually, you know, they're honoring both of them, the little presentation. <laughs> and I think Colin Murphy, you know, Colin, the horse trainer, oh, yes, he had a good yeah. year over in Shelton the previous year. I think Colin was. That was some ceremony. Those days up in the school in Ballygard are, are just magical. They they really make you feel this is where we're from, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there was this, I remember your your grandmother talked about Tack Murphy and Tack had to come in with the post at the school and he'd go up to the window and he'd be <laughs> he'd be making faces at the children, you know, and she'd be trying to keep him quiet and he'd be there making faces and driving them wrong, you know. Well, so, so, right. so you have good connections with, 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 with this place, Michael, you know? Yeah. Were you going to play in the place where we love? Or what? Oh, I haven't at all. But anyway, the chorus was... Um, the chor- so, Oh, yeah. So um, Seamus Connelly was the principal at the time. Come on, Seamus. And it was last last couple of years of his, of his tenure. But um, um, he... And I had wrote a whole song. I can't remember. It was too long. But the chorus was... We're now... And, and the kids... I never sang it before. I wrote it that morning of the presentation and put the two sheets of paper up and had to sing it. And kids are like sponges. They just, by the time I sang the second chorus, they had it off to a T, you oh, know? No. And I wasn't expecting that. Oh. I, I was I had to recoil a little <laughs> bit, but we're not, we're not in New York City. We're not in New York City. We're not in New York City. Her London town, no wonders of the world are here to be found. But from Kilena to Cahore, it's all you could ask and so much more. And this is where we're from. And that was just the chorus. But the kids rattled, they had it like that, you know, and there was just a little bit about all the musicians and the pubs and the church and the graveyard and the school and just a little pick of everything in the village, the tidy towns and and the little pick of everything went into the song, and every two or three verses we hit it with the chorus. Now the kids had the chorus like that, you know. It was great. It was mm-hmm. great. I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> but now the buffalo are part of Ballygarrett. How are the buffalo since we saw them last? Good, good. Mm. Yeah. Has your herd increased? Or? Yeah, the herd increases and decreases according, uh, you know, because obviously you're harvesting the animals <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Um, so it decreases, but then we take in more calves, and and but it's going well. Yeah, now I haven't got a letter from Larry Goodman asking me to <laughs> shut up shop yet or anything. No, he's not shaking in his boots or anything. But no, it's going fine, and we're we're pretty contented with it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Must it's be great to have good. good people around you, like the Richie Doyle. That that partnership has worked well. Yeah. Really, look. It? You know what? You, you couldn't do it on your own. You could only do so much on your own. But um, yeah, we, we partnered up with our butcher uh, two years next August. So I wholesale into Richie. I grow the animal. I sell the meat. You know, I find new customers. Um, and 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 Richie does all the all the um, make the burgers, um, cut the steaks, do all the delivery, do all the invoices. So it's a partnership between. Richie Doyle's and ourselves and you know Richie Doyle and, and 
his son or sons they're, they're the last um their last kind of family butcher slash abattoir in the county sorry there's only two left as far as i know there's christy Byrne up in kimolan and richie doyle and sons in yeah. wexford and they're the last two the last two family butchers in in county wexford to the best of my knowledge you know yeah and talking about people around you you had the right day out last yesterday what uh the man from kimolan that supported you and is still supporting you with the the man that's got stuck in Seoul as well. Oh, Sorry. oh yes. I, I'm not. <laughs> so I can't remember. His I, name. I, I was um, I was out of action there for a couple of days during the week, and uh, I had to make a, a trip down to Cork and and then up to Clare, and um, so my my pal Sammy Sammy from Kimolan gave me a call and said, "Liam, I'll drive you. I'll drive you. Pick me up at half eight, and I'll do the driving. You sit back and relax." So, listen, we all need a little bit of support around us, don't we? Whether it's a friend or some family or whoever it is you know and you know when when something happens in our lives and we're not well or a bit low you know your friends come knocking on the door you know see miss call there from a good friend of mine Vinnie door now Vinnie's ringing to see what the crack is and how i'm doing so yeah we all need that don't we we do yeah we all need yeah. that mm. support yeah, but the buffalo's mm. going well and and we're contented enough with the way it's going you know but like when you described your day yesterday i kind of envied you a little i have to say like I love p- fitting in as much things as possible into my life. Right. Like this morning's training chaps now I'm doing a podcast later. Yeah. I'm hurling junior B. You went off, you picked up a junior few. B. Yeah. Yeah. I've a lad I we're playing Buffers Alley name. Oh yeah. And there's a lad, and I'm gonna shout sad. it out to him. There's a fella for Buffers Alley and he's called Wellies. <laughs> and Wellies is a problem with me. Well Wellies, we're gonna have it out now today at yeah, five o'clock. I might go up. <laughs> and we more than the blood spatters there on the wall though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but like that, you had a busy day yesterday in that you packed in. Like no one no one in Ireland, I think, collected. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I got up yesterday morning uh, and I got my chaps out for school. And uh, um, then got into the van, went up to collect my friend Sam. And then we drove to Cork. The Balancholic, and we collected some meat, um, buffalo meat from from a, a, an abattoir there, and then we took the lovely drive up to Liscanner to County Clare, and I done a gig there for day two of a wedding. Um, the groom was from Loud, and the bride from Cork, and they got married in Clare, and they got married the day before, and they had a day two party, and I was playing for that, and I played from like four until about half seven, and then we just packed up the gear and came home. I got home around 12. I actually felt, you know what? I fell asleep in the van. Sammy was driving. I fell asleep in the van. And when I woke up, we were at, we were at a place I was never before, never in before. Redmond's Pub in Scarra Welsh. Yes. Oh. Yes. And I was oh. never there before. You didn't stop there? It, yeah, I didn't. I thought it was home. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy, Sammy gave me a couple of boxes. Now, lean. And I could see, because we're outside someone's house. I was like, home. And I said, no, no, we're going in here for coffee. So I was never in there before. So we had a coffee and, and um, a chat, and it was a great pub, some pub, yeah. tiny like. Yeah. And you sit in someone's living room and you have a drink or your key or whatever. It's brilliant. Uh, it's a hardware shop, a pub. No, a no, it's not the hardware oh, shop. It's a different one, is it? No, that? are you thinking of Phil Redmond's and Ryan Duff? Yes, that one. That's, oh, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the place to yes, go. You can buy <laughs> that is, a box of nails, a yeah. stick of butter, and a pint. <laughs> I was going to a gig in, I don't know, somewhere oh, outside Wexford, it was six months ago. And I stopped in Phil Redmond's on the way to buy a slash hook. 
<laughs> that's true. It was that kind of a gig? <laughs> but that's true. That's true. I was, you know, but you, you're dead right. You get everything from a box of nails to a slash juice to a bag of calf nuts to a pint, slice a uh, uh, loaf of bread, some ham, and uh, another bag of calf nuts. That's about the size of this. Like, this and, we, and we think Aldi have it all. Yeah. <laughs> you go to Aldi, you can get a swimsuit. Aldi is nothing on Phil Redmond's <laughs> right enough. <I'll> tell you. <laughs> you won't get a bag of calf nuts in Aldi. No. <laughs> No, you said it. But um, have you played in the Pike Inn before in Cowlin? I did not. No, I don't. No, think that's. I the, I'm going to throw that in there as another class pub for. It's like a sitting room, as you say. Yeah. Whereas this fella, Jared Busher from Wexford. Oh, I know Jerry, yeah. yeah. He's t- plays a quite good set. He's some singer. He's still gigging. Oh, yeah. Have he was only gigging uh, two or three months ago there, just before Christmas. Yeah. 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 Man, Jerry. Yeah. I haven't seen Jerry in years. So it was Jerry, and he used to play with. Brother Paddy Busher and, and Paddy Paddy passed away, and so the German the Bushers and they were they were they used to gig so much back in the in the in the eighties and maybe early nineties I'm not sure up to when but um, yeah the, geez, the Bushers were the, the Bushers were so popular back in yeah. the day you know yeah um, but there's loads of places like that lads around isn't there yeah, yeah. but they're gems gems like yeah we can't lose them no tools of the gap the gap. I haven't been. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I was there a few months ago. Yeah, it was a great story about. It's a great story about um, um. I'm not sure who used to own the way back. I presume it was all this feel. I never knew the man, but a sales rep came in one time and he was because like so many pubs, they had a pub and a shop, mm. you know, pub and a shop, and um, the sales rep came in one day, and he was selling whatever, tea and coffee or whatever it was, I don't know what. But he was also selling toothbrushes. <laughs> he was, and he said, now we have a special on a range of toothbrushes. <laughs> and there was a shelf up. There was a shelf up on the, around the shop. And there was, there was loads of toilet roll. Loads of, <laughs> packed up with toilet roll. Toothbrushes. <laughs> yeah, toothbrushes, special on toothbrushes. He said, look up around that shelf. He said, what do you see? And the rep looked up and said, Tyler Rose. All Tyler Rose. Exactly, Tyler Rose. He says, let's around here her sit and whip their ass and mind brush their teeth. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's very good. That's uh, very good. Um, so what was the best song that went down yesterday? Like at that afters of a wedding? There's a great question now. Uh... I think it was, God, do you know something? I don't know. I don't know what the what what the what the best song was. There were really lively crowd, but about four songs in, I'd done this big long medley of songs, you know. So I, I, you just start dancing and you do everything. Jolene, 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 and then you go. And then a turn upon a fox stuck in the road. And you just keep it going, song to the end of the Jill, I please, I'm on my knees, the smell of your fresh cut bread. Blue sky rains and all its sins, and looking at their gorgeous Levi's. And at this stage, everyone's up and dancing and having a bit of So you don't stop, so you go, um, you could go, almost heaven. West Virginia, Irish Mountain, Shenandoah River, and then you go. 
Well, you keep saying you got something for me Something you call love, confess You've been messing where you shouldn't be messing And now someone is getting on your best And these boots are made for walking and That's just what they do And one of these days these boots are gonna walk away And then you go I took a stroll under your long walk in the BIA. And then you go after still dancing, keep them dancing the fuck. That's what you're there for then. Keep them dancing, keep them dancing the fuck. And then, and then you go, uh, you were my sunshine, my only sunshine. You were talking about this in last week's podcast. You make me happy when skies are gray. I'm sure, listen, son, if you ask me what went down with the list, and you get, that takes about 20 minutes to do the whole set. Yeah. 20 minutes to do the whole set of songs, you know, 20 minutes and the harmonica and the drum machine and I'm sure the place will be hopping, yeah. you know, and this is only half on even. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could see them change and you could know, oh, when I play this out, they're going to love that. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's class. You know what? I always think when you're doing a gig, if you're, if you're good at reading a room, you're like a snooker player. Snooker players always think the two or three shots ahead. Yeah. He's taking this shot, but he's thinking about the next one, the one after that. And it's the same for me anyway. Yeah. When you're playing a gig, you're playing this song and it comes out automatically, but you're thinking about what you're going to play next. What work well now? Yeah. You know, they've been up dancing for 20 minutes. They're going to take a break. They're going to get a drink. They're going to sit down. They're going to go for a cigarette or go to the toilet, knock out a ballad, and now you get a sing along going. So yeah. you're always thinking two or three songs ahead. Yeah. Um, this is our hundredth episode. Things have changed, Liam. In we've done a few things have happened in our lives anyway. Um, we've done a Patrick's Day parade, and Mark is going Just to be a father. Or... Yeah. Oh. yeah, well, yeah, we done our own in December. <laughs> <laughs> Wandering around the sofa. <laughs> you know, I let you be grand marshal this year. Yeah, Michael, it's in a go kart. Continue. And this man is going to be a father. I'm going to be a dad. Hey, yeah. Thank you very much. Well a lot of hard work went into it. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, we've done a live show since then. We did a live show. Oh, I yeah. saw that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that yeah, went well. Yeah, we're going yeah. to do another on the 22nd of April. Twit is lovely. Yeah, Brilliant yeah. lads, lovely. And Basil Kennedy is going to be there anyway. And Shane Byrne. The, oh, I drove him very Yeah, yeah. Do you have a song about him yet, though? No. Thanks for been working on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wouldn't have, he would be from not too far from Avoca. No. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know the fields of Avoca well, don't oh, you? Too well. Too well. <laughs> it's too well. Me and John. Uh, yeah, and I got engaged, Jane. Did you? Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. It's all happening, boys. It's all happening. You mind if I You work away there. <laughs> I'm just getting all emotional with all this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Babies and weddings. Allergic to it. Allergic to it. That's great. It's all go. Mm, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah. yeah. When's the wedding? 2024, the Heritage at Kilnard. Oh, Have you ever been there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Lovely spot, yeah. Mm. Done a couple of gigs there. Real nice yeah. spot. Mm. You don't golf, do you? No, no but a no. Quite nice course there. Yeah, yeah not so yet. You, I don't golf. You do that when you're babbies, so. isn't that it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, away from and when's the baby, you? End of May. Baby. Eight weeks from today. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Oh, in the corner. Butterflies around. End of May. Yeah. Any life advice as a father of three, Jeez, two? No, 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 Christ, no. <laughs> well, I know when we have three kids, and, I, and I, I do know that once we had the second, we realized we only wanted one. <laughs> 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 
I'll tell you this. <laughs> and you'll tell me no more. This is a story I always tell on weddings. Oh, all right. By way of advice. For, and, I, and I tell the story all over this country, right? And it goes down the storm. So at the end of a wedding, the last song I always play for a small wedding is All You Need Is Love by the Beatles. All right. All you need is love. All you need is love. And everyone's out dancing. And, and, and the bride and groom, it's great crack. Yeah. But then I slow it down and I tell the story. And I said, no. I want a show of hands for all the married men. And all the married men. Show of all the married women. So this is a bit of advice now for the newly married couple on behalf of all the married people who met as you go forward in your married life. This is a story about a rabbit. Right? Not, any, not just any old mixy rabbit. This rabbit is very special. It was a Wexford rabbit. Lived in Gorey. This rabbit used to go down to the train track in Gorey train station every single day and he'd wait for the train to come. And every day he'd stand at the edge of the track He'd wait for the train to come. And every day he'd jump across the track in front of the train. And every day he'd try and leave it a split second later just to see how late he could leave it. Until one day, he left a split second too late. The train came along and cut off his little white fluffy tail. Feeling very sorry for himself, Rabbit turned around to pick up his little white fluffy tail. And as he picked it up, Another train came along and cut off his head. And the moral of the story for you before you get married is you should never lose your head over a little bit of fluff. <laughs> <laughs> you with me? Yeah. And that goes for your good health. Yeah. And remember, remember, if you have five euro and your wife has 20 euro, your wife has 25 euro. <laughs> <laughs> Mathematics for the married man. Thanks very much, right. Liam. Best of luck. Best of luck now. Best of luck. Best of luck with the with the new babs. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah. She's on the protein a whole lot, man. No battery. What's in no that? battery or uh, a keep on you. Oh no no no. You can feel Anthony. Huh? Oh yeah. He's a personal trainer, surely. Are you PT? Oh, really? Are you? Yeah, yeah, Shut up. Yeah. Where? Man. Well, nice, I wasn't just a fluke, so. Best of luck, Mark. Right, Mark. Take I'll it handy. Yeah. Good luck. Um, so, Liam, you were listening to a few of our podcasts lately, and you, you were taking well, with Sting. I was listening, well, I was listening today to your most recent podcast, and you were talking about uh, songs, well, you, you, you let off, you are talking about yeah. songs that had uh, different meanings of what we would have maybe thought. Is that yeah, was it? yeah, yeah, yeah. You started off with Springsteen, which I was delighted because I'm a massive Bruce fan. Or yeah. my mother used to call him Lewis Windscreen. <laughs> Turn down that Lewis Windscreen. That fucking Lewis Windscreen. And he can't count past four. One, two, one, two, three, four. That bloody Lewis Windscreen. So, but then you start talking about Sting. Yeah. Now, Sting, when he dies, won't call him Sting. Oh, all right. I'm only going to call him Stone. Oh. <laughs> Stone. <laughs> but you were talking about his sex life. Yeah. What, what is it? You, you know, Tantra. There was something. Yeah. What was it to do with Tantra? Tantra sex. Tantra sex. Yeah. yeah. Right. But what, what was it again to do with the Tantra? 
approach and embrace it. He said that Sting doesn't move. Yeah, something like that. Well, I've been having that for years. <laughs> I have been having that for years. Because my wife has always said, would you move? Would you do something? Come on, put in a bit of effort. So I've been having that for years. My God. Fair play to Sting. We're stoned. Fair, yeah, we're stoned. 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 <laughs> And what's the song he sings that, that we were... Oh, uh, Every Breath You Take. I oh, also, yeah. Was it a bit obsessive? Yeah, uh, but yeah. I was trying to write. Every, oh, yeah. Every, every breath you take. Every buffalo stay. <laughs> every birthday cake. Every <laughs> I'll be fucking watching you. Fucking <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you're a big Bruce man, though. Bruce Springsteen entered my life in 1984 when I was 11. And I think from that day to this, his music plays a huge part in my life. You, I, I, I mar and so many, it's just, look, Springsteen, millions of people love his music and everybody else in the world don't know what they're missing. <laughs> That's the way I see it. Yeah. But his music, you can you can chart it's a bit obsessive in a sense, but you can chart different parts of your life according to his music, you know. And um, like when Bruce kind of became very popular in Ireland, it was nineteen eighty four, and the way there was an English music invasion in the sixties in America, you know, with the Beatles and the Stones and the Who and all the rest of it. And then, but in the 80s, there was kind of the reverse of that with the MTV. And then in Ireland, we had MTUSA with Vincent Hanley. You don't remember No, that? no. No. So so MTV became, came on our screens, in, or came on the screens in cable TV in the 80s. So video became a huge thing for music, you know. And then Vincent Hanley had an Irish show every Sunday. And you would not miss it for the world. MTUSA, Music Television USA. And had, it was on RTE. And Vincent Hanley, I think he died of AIDS. In fact, he didn't. He, I don't think he did. But um, his show was was so um, important to to Irish music fans because we could see all these American bands and their videos, you know. But um, so I think in the eighties, Ireland was exposed to an awful lot of Americana. You know, American football came on the the TV. You know, the, the American shows like Dallas and Dynasty and all those shows were big on TV in Ireland. Um, then there was the, the, the Olympics were in Los Angeles in 84. Then Ronald Reagan came to Ireland and he was he was very much uh, a, 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 a television president, you know. So there was a lot of Americana that came to Ireland. And part of that, like, and then the big bands were like Lionel Richie and Madonna um, you know, you had Bon Jovi and you had like Aerosmith and you had all those Michael Jackson and all those huge singers and bands and, and Bruce just happened to hit his peak in terms of uh, his commercial stardom in 1984 with his album Born in the USA and I and I heard that album and I just I was I was drawn into to him and his music and his look and the way he he came from absolutely he just believed he had to be a musician and nothing else whether it ever came to stardom or not he just had to be a musician you know and so and his music has 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 entered my life 
pretty much on a daily basis ever since at one time or another, you know. Yeah. Whether I'm singing one of the songs in, in my head or or I put on some of his music if I'm out driving or whatever, you know. Yeah. Something I always listen to with the roofs. That's something special when you say about the sense that like I have to do this. You know, like this this is something inside me that has to be expressed, that I have to get it out there. Yeah. You, you for, for him like for him yeah. yeah but like we all have that urge as well don't we yeah like i wouldn't be playing that if it wasn't for him he wouldn't be playing that if it wasn't for elvis presley he was in 1956 he was watching the ed sullivan show with his mother um and elvis is on and he's seen elvis and bruce always said elvis freed your body the way bob dylan freed your mind okay you know and um, he just saw Elvis and his mother brought him down to a to a, a small music shop near their house in New Jersey. And for that Christmas, she bought him a, a guitar. And he um, he was his fingers were too small to play it. But then when he was fifteen or sixteen, he he got another guitar and he started he started to learn because he just. He he wasn't he wasn't the type of guy that was going to fit in with the football team or the baseball team or whatever it was. He and a bunch of other guys from the Jersey Shore that were complete outsiders. Steve Van Zant and Southside Johnny Lyons and all those guys they were complete outsiders, and all they had was rock and roll music, and that was their thing, you know. And and for so many shore musicians around New Jersey, you know that was their thing because they didn't fit in anywhere else in school. In sports, in college, nothing. No, it was just music, you know. And there was no plan B. It was this or bust. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I've I've always I've always loved him. I've always loved his music. And uh, yeah. And say that's on born in the USA. You know how that uh, he's there's an underlying political yeah. message there. Like yeah, is obviously well, I don't really know his music that well, but I take it someone's about like his own personal stuff and others is commentary on politics or what you know some of my favorite songs are his acoustic number like he has a song that nobody hardly knows called the hitter and it's from his uh, 2005 album devils and dust but in this in this song he he narrates a story he he tells stories and if you sit and listen to them you can actually visualize what he's talking about in your head and it's almost like a, a scene from his the songs like scenes from film or something but he talks in the song he talks about come to the dorma and unlock the chain i was just passing by and got caught in the rain and he goes to the door his mother doesn't want to let him in because he was trouble the character now the yeah. character in the song and the character in the song discovered that he had a knack for boxing so he went off boxing, um, illegal boxing, you know, and then taking a dive, taking the easy money, rather than fighting to win, he was fighting to just earn money. And if someone paid him $100 to, to win, and someone else paid him $150 to fall, he'd fall. And that was the character in the song, you know. And he, he, he has this way of, of writing a song Born in the USA doesn't even come close to some of the songs that he just has this way of putting it out there, telling a story. And I can only speak for myself as a fan. 
but really on a, on a hugely emotional level, creating a, a, a scene that you can visualize in, in your own head, this happening, you know? Mm. Like, uh, there's, and complex stories, he can fit a very complex story into f a four minute song. Yeah. He tells the story of um, a Vietnamese guy coming to live and work in on a fishing boat and the Gulf of Mexico off off the Texas coast. Yeah. And how the the local the local fishermen resent this. And the the Vietnamese the guy from Vietnam, his name is Lee Bin Son. And the local guys call him the Texas clan to kill Lee Bin Son. You know? But um Lieben Son pulls the knife on the clan man. And the clan man dies. And then there's a there's a court case. And but just this amazing story. If you listen to the song two or three, and I'll send you a link to the mm. song and you tell me if I'm wrong. This amazing story that's full of emotion and it's and it's it's told in four minutes. Yeah. And you can see someone you can see two or three or four people's lives played out in four minutes. Mm. If you really listen to it and i think that's that's for me that's what what's amazing about him you know? but they're the songs that pack a punch like when you think of i love no frontiers i would listen to that all day mm. and again it's four minutes but like what jimmy mccarthy is trying to write there is life what like yeah what like how we end up with what the box of you know that, that are where where fear loses its grip yeah. you know these sort of lines like and fear lose and heaven have its way yeah 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 you know and yeah. like that we're all um see words are powerful aren't they, they are words are powerful yeah do you know what i heard a great line recently Liam, and you love this i think that like you you were able to give the essence of a story and with story you have to choose the right words and everything like but you and i can sit here and we can we can use the word ocean like but we don't have to go down to the ocean and touch the ocean but like we need to we we can both accept what the word ocean is by just saying uh, yeah, it you know yeah yeah like yeah and in the same way it's the choice of those words to actually evoke what emotion we're using yeah it, yeah it's yeah. Uh, it's powerful all right now when you when you have powerful words uh, with 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 the right music attached to it like it can be very yeah. emotive and and it can be very very it can hit you like a like a, like a hammer yeah you know yeah. and that's what i always was just taken with, with Bruce and his band and his music, you know? Yeah. And his story. Yeah. You know? Have you any other, um, uh, any other local ballads? Well, oh, did I, sorry. Did yeah. I sing? Did I? The Independent did, Trainer. Did I sing that? Uh, yeah, there? but you go again. Can we do it again? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we're, to, we're especially just, when we're over across the road. We're across the road, the road yeah. from yeah. Thomas Redmond's. So I'll dedicate this to, to Thomas and Mary Redmond, God rest their souls. And I'll dedicate to, uh, Bobby and Gavin and Tom and Emily. If you're ever, if you're ever, if you're ever down from Dublin, down along the coast, down in the sunny southeast. Thomas Redmond has a grand little shop, the shop with the stock, if you please. 
He'll sell you petrol, he'll sell you diesel, he's open early and late. If you're going fishing in Cahore or down in Donamore, Tommy is the man with the bear. Now Tommy has potions to make up lotions to cure all kinds of cramp. Or if you've got the letter for Brendan Murphy, Tommy is the man for the stamp. And he loves Elvis and Johnny Cash, and he loves Man United. But mention to him a supermarket and that man gets excited. Oh, and he'll say, I'm not little and I'm not Aldi and I'm not Gala Ader. Well, I'm not Tesco, I'm not Pettits, I'm not Aiden Wafer. But I'd sell to the local, sell to the visitor, sell to the Dublin Bader. My name is Thomas Redmond and I'm an independent trader. It's a grand day today, Tommy might say, and it could be pissing rain outside. This week's wine is only seven ninety nine. Mary had a little bottle last night. The meat is fresh and the fish is too. Everything is on special offer. Even the wine comes in on time for the row, cause the van is drove by the boxer. His price at the pumps would give you goosebumps, I've often heard it said. But you know the story, you wouldn't get the gory Driving with the car on the red He'd sell snow to the Eskimo sand to the Arab He'd sell cement to Jimmy and Paddy Casey But mention to him a supermarket And that man could go crazy And he'll say I'm not little and I'm not Aldi And I'm not Gala Ader Well I'm not Tesco, I'm not Pettits I'm not Aden Wafer but I sell to the local, sell to the visitor, sell to the Dublin bader. My name is Thomas Redmond. I'm an independent trader. So, the next time you are passing through Ballygarrett near the sea, take a little Wamas into Mary and Thomas. Do you know what a Wamas is? Is it a short walk? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. That happens right with Thomas. Thanks for the God. <laughs> Take a little Wamas and Mary and Thomas and tell him you're talking to me. You'll have a staff, you'll have a laugh with all his staff and spend a small fortune while you're there. But not a word about the fella down the road or that man might go spare. And he'll say, I'm not little and I'm not Aldi, I'm not Gala Eder. Well, I'm not Tesco, I'm not Pettits, I'm not Aiden Wafer. But I sell to the local, sell to the visitor, sell to the Dublin Bader. My name is Thomas Redmond. I'm an independent, quite contented, highly recommended, not easily offended, loved and remembered, loved and remembered, loved and remembered, trader. Oh, beautiful, beautiful music. That's gorgeous. There you are. It's gorgeous. That, uh, that as long as long as that song is live or is played, he'll be alive. Like it's yeah. just it's but you want to hear it here like I was gigging here last last week or week before. And I'm sure everybody it's great. You stand up there and you play it and everybody sings sings the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> great, great, great buzz, you know. But your creativity is still flowing. You're telling you're going to be playing this summer in the Gory Market House Fair, yeah. Yeah, myself and Noel and Barr will be doing the some Christie numbers and we'll I'll do a few of our own numbers and Noah's going to play electric guitar and 
and keyboard and uh, and we'll be we'll be we'll be on on the Sunday evening. We were supposed to do twenty twenty, but obviously that went belly up. And uh, so we're yeah, and we're going to do uh, we're going to do, we're going to take Tom Waits' song Jersey Girl, and we're going to turn it inside out and upside down, and we're going to write a song called Gory Girl. So we're going oh, to brilliant. a bit of crack. You know, something special about that. That's going to be a class night. Yeah, as well, we're like looking them. forward to it. We are. We're looking forward to it now. Yeah. You know? Because those those type of gigs don't don't come around too often. So, no. So we 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 we're, we're delighted to be asked to play, and we look forward to it now. I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And like your your big wedding, obviously that's and you must be booked up. I'd say for next week. But like weddings are a big thing for you. Do you like? You were almost tempted to go for registrar or um, celebrate. You know what? I told you that on the phone. Yeah. I was. I had a notion that there's such a backlog of weddings now, and uh, civil civil ceremonies are are quite popular. And I was going to go do a course for uh, solemnizers. Is that the word? Oh yes, yeah. I suppose yeah. If you can't say it. You can't be. <laughs> uh, solemnizer, solemnizer. Yeah. Um, so um, I went looking at the course, but all the courses were booked up, so I wasn't the only one with the brainwave. So I have yet to go down that road. But it'd be a nice, a nice job marrying yeah. people. Yeah, you know, wouldn't it be a lovely job? But yeah, but like you're, you're an extension of that already. Like, if you're, you're at the yeah. musician, like you go in and you're you're continuing the dance and all. And I yeah. know that's what you bring anyway. But that's yeah. what you want to do when you go to a wedding. Yeah, and you want to bring people together with your music and your yeah. gig and your performance. Yeah, mm. yeah, you want to, and yeah, yeah. I suppose you're right. Yeah, I never thought mm. of it like that. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, you're a great man, Liam. Any uh, queer stories for me, or wild jokes there? <laughs> Jesus, I'm having to think for a second. Yeah. I'd say you've many like like you were. <laughs> you can go in with an interview, but like you could have, there was a podcast available just before we started, like in in the stories you told and everything the crack. Um, the people you know, Thomas. Um, I just, there's, there's, everyone has some mighty stories, but there's Thomas <coughs> Thomas Bazanson, used to own Portraits Pub in Kilena, and it's you know country pub, you know, it's no frills their way. But these uh, ladies came down, they were down from, for a weekend from Dublin and they came in and they asked Tom for uh, the wine list. And Thomas said, red or white? That's what we have, red or white? I want him to say, but surely you have uh, a wine list. And Thomas went over to the table and tore off a piece of paper <laughs> and wrote down red or white. No, there's a list. <laughs> Story like that. Used to be, a, used to be a, I can't think of a man's name. I think there's name that we used to play in O'Brien's every, every, this has gone back fucking 30 years. We used to play the accordion. Can't think of the man's name. The local man, I think. But, uh, we used to play in kind of, every tune we played in the accordion was kind of the same, you know. But back then the pubs were back, didn't matter who was playing or what was on. But, uh, this woman came up and she says, oh, Mr. Murphy, I mean, your music and your accordion playing is absolutely fantastic. Thanks very much. So, would you be able to play a tune for me called Miss McLeod's Reel? Miss McLeod's Reel, I played that for you, no bother. So, the woman went off, sat down, back to her husband, picked up the drink and waited, and I knocked out this tune on the accordion. It was the same as last tune. <laughs> and she came back up and said, well, That piece you played, she said, was lovely. But she said, I don't think that was Miss McLeod's Reel. I said, It surely was Miss McLeod's Reel. Oh, she says, I don't think so. And he says, don't forget, there's two Miss McLeods. 
stuff. There's so many stories you just couldn't make up. You know, brilliant. that's brilliant. There's so many stories you just couldn't make up. Yeah, you couldn't write some of the stuff. Yeah, that I tell you, I have a lot of stories for for the hundred fiftieth. Oh yes, podcast. Yeah, you know. Yeah. What's the plan for you? Is anyway? Is it going to continue on? Yeah, yeah, sure. We're, we we just like. I know it's a professional setup. Like we've more wires coming out of us today, as I don't know, like like RTE. But yeah. um, we're like we we're just we're taking a casual, and uh, yeah. I think obviously Mark and I are a bit different. But I be more serious and all, and the more I relax into it, the more I actually enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, it's special because Mark and I are friends in school. Like, and right, like, like it's just to think that we've come from. Driving around and going to Anacor and wild places like that in South Wicklow or North Wexford and just go, we go off our drives and we just talk, just talk and talk and talk. And sure, you have friends like that. Yeah. Sure. I said yeah. the conversations you and Sam had yesterday, yeah. you know. Oh, that, that's sure. a, it's a great quality of friendship, yeah. like, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's true. And you know what's not a great quality of friendship? When you have old friends and you, you mightn't see them for six months or it could be a year, it could be even longer. And then you meet up and you just pick up right from where you left off. Yes. Without any, mm. you know, mm. that, that that speaks love and friendship. That's a know? beautiful thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. really does, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, but like, um, it's it's great to be able to, the, the deeper you get into something, the more enjoyable it is, I think. Yeah. And like, the, we're pretty deep now in this podcast, like, and like, we're, the listenership is like, it's only around 100 or so, but we're, we're really happy with our live listeners, like, you know, and we just want to, just want to keep going and keep enjoying yeah. it like it's yeah. a hobby it's that's it that's it and when you do work that you enjoy it's just never work is it no it really isn't no it's like that you know and look you know there was two years there where i didn't really pick that up very much because of covid and this that and the other and uh then um when i went back to playing last year back to the gig and you know, I, I realized i still loved it yes and I, I still enjoyed it more than ever, maybe, you know? Yeah. More than ever, even though I'm a bit older and, you know, maybe the driving is... Uh, no, actually, it's not. I enjoy... I still enjoy going to a gig and enjoy... I'm playing down in South Wexford tonight somewhere. I forget where it is, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting there. Never been there before. Yeah. You know, seeing new people. Mm. You know, put on my best gig I can and... and, and and, and, and try to be loved. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, it's easier to do that. Well, when you have a fresh audience, like it's, yeah. a, it's a greater opportunity yeah. for that, yeah. like, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's what, so, yeah, I enjoy it more than ever, I think, you know, yeah. which is, thank God, because gigging is a tough thing to do if you don't want to do it. Yeah. You want to get into the car, you don't want to go to, go to work on a Saturday night, you want to go wherever your friends are going, or whatever it might be. Yes. You know? But though, I look forward to it. It's kind of like it's moved from, I was telling a friend about this yesterday, you know, we've, we've, we busy lives and all, and we go, I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to do that. No, no, rethink it. I get to do this. Yeah. I get to do that. Yeah. I get to go to South Wexford. Yeah, you that's know? it, yeah. That's, that's the beauty. Well, of that's, I never thought of it. Yeah, I get to, yeah, that's brilliant, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. get to do this and I get to do that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Life is, life is brilliant. Shane is flying out at the producer stuff as well, and we're we're happy out. Um, yeah, yeah. Have we any other crack for you, Liam? Um, no, I, I think Liam, we're, we're, would you like to play us a song to, to play us out? Or oh, actually, do you know what I have for you? 
have a flash flood for the 100th episode. Oh, jeez. Yes. Yeah, he's a humdinger here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Flash Flood. He got in a rhyme at the end, or not more than an eyesore. Oh, I saw, yeah, well it could be <laughs> lyrical, <laughs> lyrical in, in, uh, in Floody. Yeah, um, so really, what do you feel about Ragwort, Lee? Well, I think I think you should call the same as Jackie Healy Ray, or one of them talk about the rhododendrons. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, in Killarney National Park, he wanted the army called in. Oh, yeah, that's right. So yeah. I, think, I think he should the army. make a call on the army. Yeah. You know, yeah. to, to come in and get rid of the ragwort. Yeah. 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 I think, he has, a, I think he's, he, he has a good shout there. Yeah. 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 The China virus, he's complaining about that. Here, would you, would you who was right, Liam? Uh, Will Smith or Chris Rock? What's this about? Now? Oh, did you? <laughs> the slap in the Oscars. Didn't hear about it. You didn't hear this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, who was right? I. Couldn't give a hoot, nanny. Mark was saying it, but it's Mark, it was very true that like we've had the pandemic, oh vaccine, da, 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 da. now we've the Ukrainians yeah. in the war, and da, 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 da. now we've had sapping on the Oscars. Yeah. Like, oh, did you see the sap? Yeah. It was much better news. For yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was right? I don't know. Are there more doors or wheels in the world? Are there more doors or wheels? Did you not hear that? I've no. not heard that though. No. Have you? Yeah, that uh, debate. There's a huge debate going on around it. Like, like it's just general question. Do you think there's more doors or more wheels? Are there more doors or more wheels? wheels? I say wheels. Yeah. Would you not say? Think about it now. <laughs> I think you're right too. But now that's buggy. Oh, but now that I say it, I was going, oh yeah, sure, a car door. But the, or car tyre, but sure, a car is five, four or five doors as well. Who is the biggest producer of tyres in the world? Oh, I think... I, I, Lego. Lego, yeah. Lego, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah, that matters. Back Where did the word news come from? Oh, I'm New Ireland, I don't know. Where? North, East, West, South. N E W S. Thank you. Oh. There you are. I am full of shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the recorder's died here, so we might get the last song. Yeah, yeah, we might get the last song on, on the on your camera. Yeah, that's going Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll go there. Lovely. Um, have you got the feels of a Volca or what would you like to do, Liam? Did we do. Um, did we do did we do the last day? Did we do the weekend in Amsterdam? No. Did we no. not? No. Okay. Very popular destination. Mass. Yeah. Oh. 
Actually, Conor Moore is there at the moment there. And the, there's an AMA contingent gone to the European Parliament, and I think they might even get the chance to meet our own MEP, Mick Wallace. Mick? Yeah. Come on, Mick. Where are they going over there Why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this is a song. Well, they've gone to Brussels and Amsterdam. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, this is a song that always reminds me of my stag me game, which All was right. actually in Amsterdam. Yeah. And uh, now, a small stag, there was four of us went over. Only three of us came back. <laughs> One of the lads stayed over there. He got a job as a window cleaner. And uh, you know, he's up the windows in Amsterdam now. Filthy dirty. So. <laughs> That's very. So, this is the weekend in Amsterdam. <coughs> not, I forget who wrote this, but Christy sang it, and Emily sang it, and we're all singing it now. Yeah. Oh, before Sinead married me. Myself and the boys went on a spree, a brand new passport in me hand. We all fecked off to the Netherlands. Myself and Dinny, the wire and score, down at the boat we were all half caught. We opened up the duty free, your red lemonade and the brandy. Oh, yes, it was lovely. Everything was gone to plan. It was a weekend that we spent in Amsterdam. Our first stop was a coffee shop. In we went and we all sparked up. Hashish from Pakistan, Morocco, Nepal, the Lebanon. All the boys were rolling joints. Some of them forgot to drink their pints. The water pipe came bubbling round. We took one pull and we hit the ground. Everything was going grand. On the weekend that we spent in Amsterdam. Next we went to the Blarney Stone, Paddy Wynn had a Leinster final on, the Lily Whites, the Boys in Blue, the Major and the Taylor. And we went over to Mulligan's for the night, the bar was lit and the band was shy. The Borg, the Bono and the Wolf Tones, till the Negro grabbed the microphone and he gave us Van the Man on the weekend that we spent in Amsterdam. Macker says, now while we're here, we'll take a look at the kinky gear. I said a little prayer, I wouldn't meet anyone from Billy Garrett here. I tell you, there was big old dildos and blow-up dolls. Trap-on tools and hairy balls. Vibrators, whips and chains, zips old fanny ticklers. God save me from all harm. On the weekend that we spent in Amsterdam. Next we went for a midnight walk. Our eyes were out like stalks. Gay bars and bordellos. Models in the windows with no claws. Dinny danced all night with the South American transvestite. Everything was going grand till Dinny fucking dropped the hand. Oh! <laughs> There was pandemonium the weekend that we spent in Amsterdam. I'll just tell you about Dini's girl now. Dini's girl. Dini's girl. Dini's girl with the Mickey was six foot ten. 
an old and heavyweight champion. <laughs> she hit the knee a whore of a box. The boys run amok and we wrecked the shop. We could hear the squad car getting near. As time boys, we were out of here. And then he pulled up his crotchless tights and we disappeared into the night. He had nothing but the handcuffs on. All the weekend that we spent in Amsterdam. Now the Queen Beatrix rides her bike, Rembrandt hanging at the Reich, Ajax Heineken, Van Gogh, the Gargan, the Ganji. Monday morning I was walking like a cripple with a pair of ice grips hanging off my nipples. I didn't know whether to come or go, and the rain there was awful slow. Oh, back to Sinead again, on the weekend that we spent it, on the weekend that we spent it, on the weekend as we spent in Amsterdam. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Liam Byrne, you're a gent. Thanks for having me. By 150, I'll have learned a bit of Bruce. Lovely. Yeah, yeah. lovely. Oh, it's actually, you know, I was listening to him coming along and on, and the song from the album you're talking about, Born, you were saying, I'm on fire. And you know, when you, you ever, you ever listen to it? Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave you all alone? Oh, no, I have a bad desire. You wouldn't sing that today. He'd <laughs> be strung up. He'd <laughs> be in jail. You wouldn't sing that today. Well, one last question. What do you think of music today? <laughs> like, is uh, we just, like, snorted a whole load of stuff and it's just completely different now? Or, like, I don't know. I don't, you know. I don't think about it. I tell you, I tell you what I think about music. I don't think music, like, music and musicians and, you know, the, Everything is brilliant, but I just, I think, like so many other things, it's devalued. Yeah. You can go into a studio with some wonderful musicians and great songs that mean the world to you, and you put your heart and soul and hundreds or thousands or thousands of euro into them, into this album, or into these songs, and then people want them for nothing. Yeah. And the, you know, like 15 years ago, I could, record an album and get three or four or five boxes of CDs, come and do a gig, you know, and sell a, sell a few CDs. Yeah. When did you last buy a CD? Oh. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm a CD yeah, you yeah. go out and buy a flipping new car today, there's not even a CD player in it. Mm. Nobody's, mm. So it's really hard for people with, with great talent, you know, mm. to actually make a living as a musician, you know, mm. that, and you know, the day of the album, a body of work that means something, it's whether it's a commentary, a social commentary, or whether it's a personal biography, or whatever it is, a body of songs with 12 tracks on mm. an album, it's gone now, it's all just song after single, single, you mm. know. For a and, few cent. And for a few cent, and even, you know, man, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, I find disheartening about the music. But the other side of that is, I suppose, live mu music is where musicians make their few pounds and, 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 and so I think people still want live music. Yeah. You know, 
But I think I think the whole the whole end of the album and end of the number one single and yeah, I think that's that's what I find most. Yeah. But you know, I, <laughs> this is now long term, right? This is probably we're talking twenty to thirty years time, right? But this, there's this thing called an NFT. Have you heard of an NFT? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think like every musician is going to have an NFT. And like if you wanted to support Lee and Burns, you buy your NFT and then that then you have Didn't Kings Leon though, didn't they bring out their last album and tickets on NFT? Did they? I think so. I didn't know that. Did you hear that Shane? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesus, so it is going that way. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 I think yeah. so. But then, as NFTs, and I took a big nosedive in the last couple yeah, of years. Sure. Like, I guess people learn more about when they're realizing what is a room full and fake, and it's there for a big money, and it's just the ass is fine. Yeah, yeah. It's like the internet, well, this is what the Gary Vee fella says the name all of. It's like the internet, you know, the internet crash in 2001 or something right all these companies were set up because oh there's but there was nothing actually behind them but they knew the internet would be a thing so like oh maybe the vast majority of these current nfts are going to crash but the nft uh technology is going yeah. to remain right okay that's the hope anyway the aspiration <sighs> i there's don't know it has to support the small man we have to get the small man you know front and center again i was I was gigging recently up in Brook Lodge. I was playing for a gig up there. And the chap behind the bar said, have you heard this guy? He says to me, Dan McCabe. Oh, right. Yeah. You know? He played in the Riverside Park Hotel there. Never heard of So I had a Google. And, this guy, and he's doing ballads and he's doing all yeah. the old stuff, right? Yeah. And all covers. And he's doing two nights in the Riverside, three yeah. or four hundred a night, whatever it is. So fair play to him, you know? He's yeah. just found an Easter. He got discovered. I don't know how... how wide his window of opportunity will be but yeah yeah but it's gas like um he got he got a bit of momentum because there was a some sunday game montage and they put his music to the back right, of it or something okay. i think well maybe he was rising at the same time i don't know but um then like tiktok is all the rage if you yeah. are you on tiktok no, no, no. No. no like we were talking with lazy gold last week they were abandoned tinny healy and like they were they got booked by mcd to play in the academy Stop. when because of uh because of a TikTok surge yeah. during the pandemic, but then the gig was there last Saturday, and like, the, like the same the TikTok, the the, the trend had it passed. Moved on. passed. Yes, yeah, passed. Mm. That's it. The window, your window of opportunity, like the amount of the amount of singers and bands that are going to be around for you know, ten, five, or even ten years, you know, that that day is long gone. You know, yeah. well, I think it's gone. Yeah. I, it seems to be gone. You know, they're, you're there today and you're gone yeah. 12 months later you know you have to be built different for it you have to be like it has to be an inside thing it can't be a thing of oh if this doesn't work out in two years I'm just going to pack it in there you know yeah. because it's not going to it's just probably not going to pass yeah. like you know I think for a lot of musicians a guy said to me a long time ago um, Gavin Ralston God rest him he passed away but Gavin done some recording for me and Gavin said you know we're kind of we're a cottage industry we're like someone mm making cheese or like yeah. someone baking bread you know you're you're recording an album you're you're going to sell 500 copies over six months you know mm. yeah that's what i think i about um about music you know it's devalued it is devalued you can have some you can have just greatest musicians and I just think 
it's it's disheartening that you you have to kind of give away your craft, mm. which a lot of musicians do, mm. you know, and and that craft isn't cheap to to produce. Yeah, you know, go and record, and well, I don't think it's cheap. You no. know, if you want other musicians with you, everyone has to be paid, of course, mm. likely so. But then to produce a CD or whatever music and then you just don't get paid for it, you know. Mm. Maybe, but then I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the other side of it is you put your music on Spotify, and all of a sudden it's it is available all over the world, mm. you know. Whereas with your CD, maybe it's not, you know. But still, I don't know. I I, I think that's what I, I feel. That's what I feel about. Mm. You know, I feel musicians have been devalued. Yeah, like you're, I'm really looking forward to seeing you on the main street of Gory in August. And like, but like, that's that's one geek in a year, you know. Yeah. Like, but it's it's still going to be special in that like there's going to be ten thousand people in from your own district yeah. there supporting you. But like, Are there that many? Other, <laughs> I'd say I put my money on it. Yeah. 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 Big one, so. yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it really and it's all it's all my parents' age. Like, yeah. that are on the street and yeah. outside yeah. Katie Daly's and that sort of thing. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a scene. But long may you thrive, Liam. Oh, thanks. Long may you thanks. thrive. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just grateful that I still enjoy still sitting here and making you laugh. And when you yeah. laugh, while I laugh. Like, there's, there's <laughs> stories I tell in gigs I've been telling for 15 years. <laughs> and when I see people laughing, I laugh. Yeah. So yeah. we're all having a laugh. Yeah. How bad? Yeah. Very bad. You know. Liam Byrne, you're a gentleman. Thanks. Good luck with the rest of your podcasts mm. and have a wonderful wedding in, in Portlaoise. Thank you. She's a lucky woman. <laughs> really What's friend. her name? Ashton. Ashton. Oh, her name is Ashton. Ashton. Ashlyn. Ashley. Yeah. Ashley. Which camera? <laughs> Middle one? Middle one? Yeah. Ashley. What can I say? <laughs> there are no words. He is a legend. Sorry, legend. <laughs> and you're a lucky woman. So, um, <laughs> bless the wind that shakes the barley, curse the spade and curse the plough. I count the days, the weeks and the years, and I wish to God it was with you now. Fairly well, my black hair diamond, fairly well, my sweet Ashling. At night, fond dreams, are you still haunt me? Far across the great north sea. Shane McGowan. Good night. <laughs> I think I'm married now. <laughs> You're not here, Ashling, but listen. Job done. A COVID win. <laughs> a, yeah, it's socially distanced. <laughs>